cool. Today I wanted to speak on two things. Um, the first thing is I have a beat tape that just came out. So that's, um, I was pretty excited to release that. I haven't really done a release, you know, like a full on release in a while. So I wanted to see how that would be, how many people would gravitate towards that. Um, it's looking quite good at the moment. I've got some, we see some organic reach that's quite nice. I posted it onto a couple of platforms. I didn't put it on streaming platforms. Um, quite a few people were asking me why that was the case. Just a handful. Um, and what I said to them is I want people to come via me uh, on WhatsApp. What that does is it allows me to engage with them. Um, I figure that if I've got people just downloading and disappearing, there's going to be a lot of downloads. Like the numbers will go crazy. I know that. I'll get into the thousands quickly. But what I want, what I actually wanted is I wanted to cultivate some new people in the audience. I wanted to speak to people and, you know, get to know them and understand their craft and, 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 and. But that can only happen if there's a little bit of effort in terms of time uh, sitting at your phone and just typing away. So I've dedicated an hour at the end of every day. Um, try and make some time in the beginning of the day, but it is tough with my schedule, um, just to interact with people. What's helping me do that is my Facebook ad. So my Facebook ad is just saying, look, I've got free beats. Hit me up on WhatsApp with this number, use this hashtag. Let me hook you up. And it just drives a lot of people to me over WhatsApp. This isn't an indication that I'm going to necessarily have a lot of people buying beats because remember these people come for free beats now the trick then for me or the, pro, the 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 thing that i need to figure out is how i'm going to convince these people that my product is good enough for them to actually spend some rands um so what i do is when they hit me up on whatsapp um and looking there have been a lot of people i'm sure we're edging on maybe 500 i just wish i had that number i haven't been keeping count um but on 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 um uh, on average in a day i can maybe answer maybe 150 texts and i've been doing this now for what three days this is going to be the fourth yeah today is the fourth tomorrow is the last day of paid advertising um so people are coming through to my whatsapp they're saying what's up can i get the beats i heard about your beats um in the beginning what was funny was that a lot of the people everybody was coming from facebook ads they were coming directly from facebook ads through to whatsapp but what then started happening is people would randomly hit me up and say, hey, my friend just told me if I text you this, then you, and I can get some free beats. So there was a lot more of that happening. This was last night, especially. It was pretty crazy. Um, so I know that now it's not just a case of that initial Facebook ad, but now it's starting to trickle through. And now people are starting to um, send beats out to their friends. They're starting to, you know, the, just to share the brand, share the name. It's got my tag on it. It's got my logo. It's got everything of mine on it. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, in terms of the terms for the beats, I'm not crazy about the royalties uh, at this point. It's for up and comers. And I know that majority of them don't have that stuff set up. They don't have a lot of that stuff sorted out. And I wanted them to be able to create releases that they can, you know, put out ASAP, whether they're just freestyling over the beats, whether they're just, you know, small things. But now um, I know there'll be someone who will be like, hey, man, but no, you need to get yours. And imagine if you just got a couple of rants from each of these people. Yes, but then at this point, 
I know what my goal is out of this beat tape. It's not to get Spotify plays. I don't want those. I don't need those right now. It's not to get the bag by getting people to um, register, create songs, and possibly make a hit. I'm not looking for that right now. Right now, I'm looking for a sustainable source of new people that I can talk to that will one day need my services. It's a very long-term play. I've been doing it for more than 10 years now, and it's been working for me. Um, literally just the other day, there's a guy who I've been talking to for maybe four years. You know, we've just been vibing. He's just been like, yeah, man, I like that beat. You know, can I send you some of my work? We've just been doing that for four years. And now, for the first time, he is going to support my business. He's going to buy a beat. He's going to buy a stack of beats. And that's, that's cool to see. Um, and that's essentially what I want. I want those people who I know for a fact I've been talking to for a long time. I tend to trust them more, sorting out royalties and stuff. Because they've been following me for so long, they understand what I expect of them in terms of royalties, in terms of um, you know the push on their side, the marketing push. They know exactly what I expect. So they're not going to be like, hey, man, so how are we going to do this with the royalties? How are we going to, you know, how much are you going to charge? They've got all that information already. It's literally for them to just go and save up and decide whether or not they want to use my services or not some people come through they use my services once other people come through they use it multiple times i've even had people who have used my service figured i was too expensive asked me to compromise my prices i did a little bit but that that wasn't enough for them so they went elsewhere they got a inferior product at the end of the day and they ended up coming back and saying look i know it is going to be a hang of a lot more in terms of the price but I know what I'm getting. I know I'm getting quality. I know that you're going to keep the project files. I know that you're going to let me know if something's going wrong with a project. You're going to let me know where I can put this thing up on digital you know, platforms. And those are all the added benefits that I give as part of my service. Remember, I, we need, I, I'm running my business like it is a customer, you know, customer-based service, as we should all be doing. Um, nothing new here. Um, so... That is, that's my play at the moment. So eventually it might get, the B-tape might get to streaming platforms, but I'm not sure right now. Um, I'm pretty good with the way things are going. The numbers are all looking good. Things are rising. I'm fairly happy. Um, yeah, so that was the one thing that I wanted to speak about. Then the second thing um, is something related to the creative mentality that we have. Um, I received some feedback on something that I had made, right? Um, I made it with another artist, right? And now this artist, it was an artist who was giving feedback on another artist's work. Now, the artist said something along the lines of, I wouldn't have put that there, I would have done it like this. And it was a very minuscule part of the track. It was an ad lib. And that made me think, a little bit and I was like that's okay that's cool feedback it's nice but it made me realize the creatives mindset as a beat maker when I first start making beats the first thing I want to do is sound like the people that I like right I'm going to go and listen to a lot of Timberland Ryan Leslie Pharrell Kanye to hear what their sound is so that I can emulate their sound what then will also happen is other people who are making beats also then become the people that I'm playing my beats for so I'm going to start playing for them and I'm going to try and get them to be impressed, right? It's the same for rappers and singers. They start off rapping, trying to sound like whoever it is. They've been inspired by so-and-so. So start making music that sounds like that. 
then invariably what happens is they once they start making music then they start looking for fans and whatnot but the easiest listeners you'll get will be other musicians right so you'll play your music for them and again there's a seeking of approval from your peers and what I see sometimes and what I've seen, what I saw in that comment of that guy who wanted me to, well, wanted us to change that ad lib, it was that thing of us making music to please our colleagues. Rappers can't make music for rappers in this day and age. You can, and there'll be some kind of a community there, but it's not going to be a mess. It won't be as big as if you're going for, um, uh, you know, the general listener, the music lover, which is what we ideally want. You want to have music lovers listening to your music, not just artists or not just music producers. That doesn't help you. Um, and also, like, the biggest thing for me there is making music that you feel good about. And feeling good also needs to be balanced with practicality. Have you ever been in a situation, you're working on a project, whether it's a beat, whether it's a song, you write all the lyrics, you go into studio, record everything, you're not happy. You come into studio again, you record everything, you're not happy. You do it four times and you realize you've sp you're now spending too much money. It's not practical. It's not practical. You should have had, you know, you check out your faults, see if it's something you can live with and move along. You have to. Otherwise, you just end. It's not practical. Sure, you want to be a perfectionist or whatever you want to call it. I don't believe in that. But it's not practical because you don't have the budget. You cannot be the person who wants to sit in studio the entire day and try and spend money on being in studio when studio costs you, I don't know, 600, maybe 1,000 rand an hour. It's not practical. What's practical is saying, look, I don't have the biggest budget. Let me get 2K together. That gives me two hours. Um, I, this is a fictitious studio. Um, let me get two hours and in that time let me practice my lines so that when I go in there I'm able to wax at least two songs in there I get two songs out maybe a third or something like that and then I see what can happen after that point but you want to be practicable, practical about your moves and sometimes sitting and harping on very very minuscule details is not practical because you're an up and comer you don't have a fan base and you're worried about the third ad lib in the third verse, that small hay in the background. You're 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 finicky about something like that. Sure, on a certain level, you're trying to be a perfectionist, and you're like, yeah, no, this is. I'm trying to make sure everything's 100% perfect. Right, fine, I respect that. But at the same time, you need to understand that how that there is. There are only so many decisions you can make in a day. You get fatigued. I've seen artists get fatigued to a point where you start your track in 2015. You're working on it. You're trying to mix it. You get it mixed eight times. You get it re-recorded three times to fix one thing. All of a sudden, it's 2020. I'm giving you a real example of what's happening at the moment with some of my artists that I started recording when I opened my studio in 2015. They are still trying to perfect songs that they had when they started recording with me. It's not practical because still no one knows who the hell they are. And they're trying to perfect a song on a beat that was made in 2015. That might be their breakout hit for all we know. But unfortunately, because they've spent all their time focusing on this one song, they've done nothing else. Nothing else. They've had nothing to push. They've had no singles. They've had no features. They've built no fan base. They've, they've, they have a couple of pictures. Their social media looks terrible. It's, it's not practical. 
So you want to try and shift yourself from being a creative to being able to move into that mode of practicality. Sure, be a creative. When you go into studio and you've got three hours, make those three hours work to the best of your ability. When it's writing time, write your heart out. But when it's time to become practical about your moves, sit down and plan it and have a vision. The very same way you've got a vision for your music, have a vision as to how you're going to do it practically. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. These guys that have paid me a lot of money, they're wasting their time because they're not being practical. So, yeah, I think that's a, that's a big thing I've seen um, during this time. Then, this is the last thing before I go. On top of that, actually, I think I'll leave that for the next one. Uh, I think I'll leave that one for the next one. But, yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to head out, go into a little bit more music stuff. Then I need to go pick up one or two things. But generally today is more so of a music day. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll hit you up in the next one. Peace.